the party to you. Tonight. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. What's up, heroes? And welcome to the Stephen Corson Show, where we discuss financial strategies, habits, and mindset to get you to your first 100K and then get you to your first million, all in the pursuit of true wealth and modern freedom. So last year, I did eight predictions for what I would thought was going to happen in 2022, things that were going to be big time movers. And this year, I'm going to do another eight predictions about things that I think that are going to happen in 2023. So before we get to the 2023 predictions, let's take a quick look at how I did with the 2022 projections. I put them out there for the world to see, and I just went over this for the first time in a while. Um, and here it is on LinkedIn for, you know, like I said, for the world to see. Let's go through the eight predictions I had for 2022. Now, Okay, the stock market will return less than 6%. Over the past three years, that had done 28, 16, and 27%. Keep in mind, I made these predictions. You can see it right up here one year ago. This was before the rampant inflation started just absolutely wrecking our economy. So I had strong indications that it was not going to be a great year in the stock market because I knew, I was like, man, I was like, I just think that this is going to be a rough year. Nobody had any idea we were going to have this record inflation, worse than 40 years, that the government and the administration that we have right now would be complete idiots to the point they'd have to come out and apologize for doing such a terrible, crappy, shitty job with the whole thing. And prices of everything have just skyrocketed. And yeah, it's been crazy. So yeah, it's returned way less than 6%. Now, granted, I don't want to make a call on it. It is December 22nd, so I don't want to say exactly what it's at. But the point is, it's in the red for the year. Um, so it's safe to say this is extremely true. Um, real estate prices will slow down, but will still rise 4% or more. So this, for the most part, is wrong. But it's not wrong by much. And in some places, it's actually still correct. So it's it's a very heavily caveated prediction. <laughs> we could go ahead and say I was uh, kind of wrong again with the interest rates getting raised by the Fed and everything. We saw a slowdown in pro- uh, in housing. It's gone down in pretty much most markets, but some markets have actually done well. So it's if you take this at a national level, which is kind of what I was predicting, it's definitely wrong. But at certain local and state levels, it's not wrong. So hey, take it for what it's worth. All right. The cost of living will continue to rise at an alarming rate as inflation will be over 3% despite rising interest rates and supply chain disruption continues. Wow. Yeah, I was crazy right about that one. So inflation will be over 3%. Try like almost triple that. Um, So saw the writing on the wall there. Personally, I don't think I'm a genius for any of that. Um, You know, there was a lot of signs that something wrong was going to be there. But yep, we were definitely right on that one. Okay, NFTs will go mainstream with every major clothing brand launch, digital clothing lines and large corporations giving incentives uh, based off of NFTs. In the beginning of the year, that was definitely right. Um, You definitely saw all of that. By March, it was not right. It was crashing when the interest rates and the inflation, everything started going all speculative investments like crypto, uh, NFTs, all that stuff. It just absolutely plummeted. So did we see this happening? Yes, we saw Nike. They came out with their clothing line. We saw partnerships with Azuki happening. You know, one of the big ones out there, uh, Gary V, 
uh, went big with his V friends. He expanded with everything into, I mean, he, I think he even did a brand deal with Uno, the card game. Um, you know, so they, we definitely saw that. And actually, one of the most successful launches of NFTs uh, happened a couple weeks ago, but it just wasn't called an NFT and people paid for it with a credit card. So you're still seeing it. Actually, we just saw another one as crazy as this is. Doesn't matter if you like them or not. Donald Trump just released a couple of NFTs and they've like 10x in value since the release and he's made millions of dollars off of it. Um, and they're literally just stupid posters of him in like caricatures riding horses and doing all the stuff that he's not obviously doing. So absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, so did the majority of NFTs die? Did the bubble pop? Yes. Are there still brands that are that are doing it just in a different way? Yes. So wasn't really wrong there, but it wasn't as big as I think we thought it was going to be. Okay. Couldn't have been more wrong on this one. Bitcoin at 100,000, Ethereum at 9,000. Um, now, I did not think it would end this way. I thought that it, you see the caveat here, predicted the all-time high for 2022, not ending price. So I actually, I think I talked about this on a podcast last year. I predicted it would hit 100K and 9K for Ethereum, and then it would come back down. I thought maybe back to like 60s, 70s. Obviously, inflation absolutely wrecked that. Just, there was just no way that was going to happen. It was already a bubble ready to pop as it was. I thought we would still get there and then come back down. But with inflation happening and the interest rates going up, all speculative investments and cash flow, it was gone. Bye-bye. So, yep, couldn't have been more wrong there. Facebook will see a startling decline in usage. Boom, called that one 100%. TikTok has absolutely wrecked Facebook. Facebook has wrecked Facebook. Let's be honest. Facebook hasn't just wrecked Facebook. Facebook has wrecked Facebook, Instagram. And for what I'm hearing, they're kind of wrecking WhatsApp. I don't really use that because, you know, I'm not an idiot and I just use my phone. But whatever. So, um, yeah, WhatsApp, uh, Facebook, starting to decline in usage. They have lost their way. They are. Re I mean, the Kardashians came out for crying out loud of all people. The Kardashians and the Jenners were like, make Instagram, Instagram again. And that was the first thing to get them to wake up and go, oh, hey, maybe we shouldn't try to be a cheap TikTok knockoff. So, yep, was definitely right about that one. College applications will continue to decline, especially amongst men. I was 100% right about that one. Uh, they're getting less and less men uh, applying to colleges. There are less and less programs to help uh, men get into college compared to women. Uh, there's a great article that was written about it talking about the stigma of creating aid for men uh, and the fact that a lot of, even though they want 50-50, they want balance and equality in there. They don't want to help men with extra aid um, you know, to, to get any kind of stuff in there. So between colleges getting way too expensive, men saying, hey, I'm just going to go try some other ventures, whatever the case is. There's a lot of different reasons behind it, but we are continuing to see this down. And women as well, by the way, uh, just not applying to college. The ROI just isn't there. So we'll continue to see that. Uh, Tom Brady will win his eighth Super Bowl and the Bucs will have their third Super Bowl as a franchise. I was close. I was so close. They lost in one of the best football games. It was so exciting to the Rams who eventually went on to win it. So they did, you know, uh, play the Super Bowl champs in the NFC Championship. It was an amazing game. Huge comeback. They just couldn't seal the deal at the very end. Uh, so that was a huge bummer. But we did get really close on that prediction. But uh, uh, no trophy. No trophy. And, uh, yeah, there we go. The eight predictions for 2022. So 
That was a lot of fun. Um, now you saw that, hey, I'm not a complete idiot. I got some things right about 2022. Let's get into the predictions for 2023 and how uh, I think that this year is going to go. Okay, boom. Number one, I think uh, number, we can predict that my graphics have got a lot better this year. So hopefully uh, you will you will like this uh, compared to the other one. Continuing to work on that. So boom, let's blow this up. All right. So my eight predictions for money in life for 2023. Uh, whoa, that's fun. Let's uh, hold on. Let me split the screen up a little bit here. Uh, so, oh, my bad. Uh, let's go back into this mode. All right. I like that better. All right. So eight predictions for 2023. Number one, the Fed will continue to raise interest rates. They've said they're going to. They've hinted at a slowdown. I don't think there's going to be a slowdown because it's, they're contradicting themselves. Inflation has only come down to like seven ish percent uh, as the most recent print. They said they want to get it back to that two to three percent level. We've got a long way to go, and it's not going to happen unless they continue to put pressure on the economy. Uh, I really don't see a reason why they're not going to continue to bring the pain and increase the interest rates. Okay. Next, the housing market will feel the pain. And listen, it's already feeling some pain. I really think it's going to feel the pain. Um, you know, the Fed is going to continue to raise the rates. Like I said, that is just going to continue to impact this. You're going to see slowdowns in construction. You're going to see slowdown in loans. You're probably going to see slowdowns in people even listing their homes because they can't get that much money for it. So I, I just think the housing market is really going to get hurt. Number three. This one I have to explain. Twitter will be the best performing social platform in the year of 2023. Now, here's the reason why. Okay. I'm not saying it will be the most popular. I'm not saying it'll be the most used. So when I say best performing, what I'm talking about is the biggest percentage gain of daily users. I think they call them MDAOs, uh, you know, monthly daily, uh, daily users, something like that. I don't know. Uh, it's like active daily users, whatever that metric is. The reason I think this is because of the vision that Elon Musk is, is casting. Whether or not you like him or not, he's going to get a new CEO in here. He's going to go back to Tesla, but he'll still be behind the scenes in making this happen. Look, he's talking to Mr. Beast, who's the number one creator in the entire world. Okay, The guy gets more views on one uh, on one YouTube video than TikTok does, or I'm sorry, TikTok, than Netflix will on an entire series. So he's the, the biggest creator in the world. He's going to be a billionaire. Uh, and he's only 26 years old, and he's consulting him about what to do with Twitter. So that's really interesting. And one of the biggest things Mr. B said is that, hey, you need to have a really good creator fund. If you want to bring good content creators over to Twitter, which is something Twitter does not have at all, he's like, you need to pay him for it. So he wants to rival what is probably the best creator fund out there right now, which is YouTube. And he also wants to start making video more of a priority. On top of all of that, he wants to turn Twitter and in, in integrate payments into it. And keep in mind, Elon Musk created um, uh, or, or co-founded, I should say, um, what we now know as PayPal. So he already knows how to do payments. This shouldn't be that big of a stretch for him to be able to do it here. So I think that Twitter... Is going to see some big gains. We're already seeing it at the end of the year that they're starting to see the tick. And I also think that the threat of TikTok potentially getting canceled, which I don't think will happen in 2023, I think it'll happen in 2024 after the presidential election, because no president 
that Canada is going to want to piss off Gen Z about getting rid of their favorite social media because it's Chinese spyware, but it's coming and they will. So that's why Twitter. Stocks will return to pre-COVID lows, but big but here, this is kind of how I project things to go for the stock market. Q1 is going to be down, okay? Rising interest rates, bunch of other inflationary pressures. I don't think there's going to be good earnings. Q1 is going to be down. Q2 is going to be flat. I don't see any reason why there's going to be any great news. There shouldn't be this huge quick rebound. I think we're going to be relatively flat in Q2. Q3 is when people are going to start to get hopeful. They're going to get tired of the fatigue. If nothing crazy happens, like Russia doesn't start sending nuclear weapons up or anything like that, hopefully that war can get resolved in and of its own. I think Q3, we're going to start to tick up. And then Q4, I think we should be a little bit up, but I actually think we'll be a lot up because I think people will overreact to some type of good news. Hopefully something is getting better, whether it's inflation or whatever at that point. And then you're really going to start to see things rebound from there. Whether or not it'll stay that way, I don't know. But hey, this is just for 2023. That's what I think is going to happen. And honestly, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. And that's where I'll be investing some serious cash. Number five, the used car market is going to be flooded. Um, so there's a huge reckoning company uh, coming in the car department. So there's been a couple big problems that I, I that I see. Number one, car prices have skyrocketed due to uh, supply because of the chip shortage. They haven't been able to produce as many new cars as they normally would. All the dealerships. So because of that used cars have skyrocketed in value. I have a car that I've been driving for two years and I could sell it right now for more money than I could when I bought it two years ago. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. That's not how the car market works. So that is, we're in for a huge reckoning. Rates are rising. They're starting to get the chip thing under control. So they're going to start making more new cars. And a lot of people are just going to default on these payments. I mean, look at this. The average car payment for a new car is $700 a month and then 535 for a used one. That's insane with people getting laid off in mass. Um, people don't have $500 in their bank accounts right now. This is not sustainable. There's going to be a huge reckoning in the used car market. Number six, okay. Online dating apps will decline slightly. Here's what I think. A couple uh, like Bumble and all of them, they IPO'd this year. I think if you watch their stock prices, because I don't think they're going to announce like numbers if they're private companies or anything like that. But I think if you watch like the Match.com, which is publicly traded, Bumble, uh, there might be another one that's publicly traded, but I'll keep uh, I'll pay too much attention to their stocks. I think you're going to see them with some bad reports coming out because I'm noticing a really interesting uh, situation across social media and people are just complaining in mass and you know resonating with these complaints that people are putting out there of the dating scene it's an absolute wreck expectations of the of the uh, opposing genders are just completely bonkers right now um and i think what's happening keep in mind i met my wife on an online dating app so i'm not anti online dating but we also met pre-Tinder blowing up. I don't even know that may have just come out or something like that. And before online dating really was about, you know, finding a relationship more than anything, Tinder really turned it about getting attention and sex. And I think the problem that we're having with that now is you're seeing the data that on most of these apps, 
only you know 10% of the men are getting 90% of women even messaging them back to the point that some of these dating platforms are getting in trouble for creating bots just to talk to the other men um, because and all of a sudden every single woman thinks she deserves a guy that's 6'5 with huge muscles that makes $100,000 or more a year. And the reality is that's less than 0.1% of the entire population. So clearly this is going to create some social screw ups. So I think that what is going to happen, I've already ran into a couple of people and I've seen this. Um, I'm hearing of more and more people that are starting to meet people in real life again. They're going through friends recommendations or family recommendations. Uh, they're doing like matchmakers, like act like not online matchmakers, like legitimate in my city, in-person matchmakers. Um, I think you're going to start to see we slowly start to move away from the, some of these dating apps that are making people more of a commodity instead of actually, you know, instead of making us just another number and just infinite swiping, trying to get laid or get attention, whatever the case is, I think you're going to start to see people just get fed up with it and kind of revert back to, Hey, just meeting up for a singles night at coffee shops. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting. All right. Number seven, because, Hey, I like talking about my bucks. The bucks will not win the super bowl and Tom Brady will leave. Okay. Uh, I don't think he's going to retire. I think he's got another year left in him. Uh, despite my appreciation, love Tom. Tampa Tom was the best Tom. Thanks for bringing us the Super Bowl. Uh, he's just looking old this year. The Bucks are beat up really bad. Not a big fan of our new coach. He was a great DC, not a great head coach. Got a lot of reasons for it, but you can't get into it right now. It, it shows in the numbers. Our offense has fallen to pieces. Um, but I do think Tom Brady will go somewhere else one year uh, on like a one-year contract, maybe like a San Francisco or yeah, uh, you know, somewhere where he feels like he could, you know, potentially win a few more games. I, I don't know, but I just don't think he's got quitting him. Uh, I am predicting that the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen will win the Super Bowl. We'll see if they've got it. They got a great defense, amazing quarterback, good receiving core. Defense is pretty solid. I think the Bills can take it. And then for my last prediction for 2023. Yeah, we're going to do this one again. College applications will decline heavily. I think that the college decline in applications will be worse this year than it was last year. And this is why I'm predicting that. So Gen Z gets a lot of crap. Okay. A lot of it's not deserved. I, as a millennial, can relate to this because 10 years ago, it was us millennials that were getting blamed for literally everything. In some ways, we're still getting blamed for everything. Um, but I know what it's like just to have the older generation beat up on the younger, younger generation. It's a rite of passage. There's always something wrong with them, and our way is always better, yada, yada. Look, one thing Gen Z is definitely doing better than the majority of the other ones in front of them is they are paying attention to finances at a way earlier age, and they're understanding ways to make money in the digital economy way more than any other generations before them. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're growing up with it. The number one thing Gen Z wants to be is not an astronaut or a fireman or anything like that. They want to be YouTubers, okay? So, I mean, they want to be influencers, but specifically YouTubers. And the reason for that is because YouTubers have the best monetization plan. And there's hundreds of thousands of videos on there on how to make money on YouTube. Guess what? I'm one of them, okay? Not making videos on it, but making money on YouTube. Uh, so the point 
is that they understand that money is floating around in the digital ether and they want to be able to take advantage of it because they know that it's not going to take four years in some antiquated school system and a $100,000 student loan bill in order for them to figure that out. So I think what's going to happen is Gen Z, when they continue to see the cost of schools continue to skyrocket, despite the fact that everything's just completely ridiculous right now, um, expenses wise, they see the debt that their parents and their older siblings are saddled with. And they're just going to go, eh, that's not for me. I don't really need that. And they're going to focus on getting skills like social media management, copywriting, web design, coding, different things like that. And they're not going to even apply to college. They're not going to even go there. They're going to say, ah, I'm just going to go out and get some business. They, they love, they're a lot more entrepreneurial. They're thinking about how they can make money online. Like I said, do the digital economy. So yeah, that's what I think. I think you're going to see college applications continue to decline heavily. And we're going to start to see things move from traditional education and more towards skills. And guess what? I'm here for it all day long. All right. So that is my predictions for um, the upcoming year, 2023. Uh, it is as of right now, December 2020, uh, or I'm sorry, December 22nd of 2022. So there's still a couple of days left uh, in the year for, but I don't, none of these things are going to turn around <laughs> uh, that significantly if Bitcoin and Ethereum spike uh, to the levels that I predicted, I will be the first one on all uh, the social medias to be on there and let you know I was right. Um, but I don't see it. So we'll, we'll see. But hey, I think I went about five or eight on the last one. We'll see how I do on this one. Let me know in the comments what you guys think. And uh, if you're listening to the podcast or anything like that, feel free to engage with me on social media and tell me if you've got any crazy predictions coming up for this year too. I would love to hear about it. And if I don't see you uh, 